Welcome, everyone. We're up to the Power of Words, Sheer number three. In the Sefer Chavetz Chaim, we find the following. There are people who have a habit of insulting others in reference to negative things they have done in the past, or in reference to blemishes in their family, or their lack of Torah knowledge, or about their work or job. Anything that will get a person angry or cause them anxiety, each person, according to his unique situation, is a violation of the prohibition against vexing people with words. This applies even if no one else is present, all the more so if the comments were made in the presence of other people. The Chazainish writes in a letter that even if what you say will cause someone pain or discomfort for only a second, even if it's for only a second, it is a violation of this Torah commandment. This means that a statement does not have to be devastating blow for it to be considered a Nos Devarim. Even if the pain will be only slight and for a very short time, that also constitute a Nos Devarim. So obviously, when it comes to Einshim or the degree of sin, it's much less of a sin to be slightly, give him slight pain than to give him a major pain. But even the slight pain unnecessarily is painful. And therefore, it is an Avera. It's part of the Isser of Leisainu, Ish Es Amisai. The Sefer Pel Yoyitz writes that causing people pain with words is worse than cheating him financially because Hashem gave a strong Einish for Einas Tavarim. Many people are guilty for violating this prohibition because they do not realize that it constitutes Einas Tavarim. The general rule is, is that everything or anything that you say that will cause someone pain is considered a Noas Dvarim. In order to remember what is included in this prohibition, keep in mind the Gemara in Shabbos, Daf Lamed Aleph, Lamed Aleph, whatever, Kolman, the Sunni, Lechavri, for yourself, Lechavri, Chalai Sabbat. Whatever you dislike someone to do to you, do not do to your fellow man. Now, there are people who cause others pain in the form of jokes or humor. This is similar to someone who shoots an arrow at another person and claims he's only jo- joking. It's like Yishmol. It's brought down like that, and the Pasuk Mishlei references it. The punishment for such an offense is so severe that the humor will turn into a misfortune. Because this prohibition is so serious, one must be careful not to violate it, especially since people are very sensitive and feel pain even over slight statements of others. Some people rationalize and claim they have a right to insult someone because of, because of what the other person did to them but they are mistakenly thinking that when a person insults another as a joke, it's not a violation of this prohibition. Because they lack awareness of the transgression, they do not regret their wrongs in this area. This happens, by the way, one has to be very careful by the Sheva Brachases and with the, with the other boys around, and sometimes they kibitz, they make fun a little bit. But if you go even a little too far, it's extremely hurtful. And you're going to be over the Isar Vinas Tavarim. It is a pers- It is important to know that you have a right to cause pain with words to another. You have no right to cause pain of, with words to another person, even if that person wronged you. It is appropriate to try to correct that person, but this should be done with inner feeling of sincere concern for that person's welfare. If your intention is for revenge, it is a violation of the third prohibition against taking revenge. When the Torah commanded us not to insult other people, it is obvious it did not have to warn us to insult people who seek to help us. Rather, the Torah is warning us not to insult even those people who distress us. If you insult someone as a joke, you're finding humor at the expense of a blo- the blood of another person. I'm going to say that line one more time. If you insult someone as a joke, you are finding humor at the expense of the blood of, the, uh, of another person. 
A husband should be especially careful not to cause his wife pain with words, since women tend to cry easier than men. That's a Gemara Bamatzian in Tessam and Aleph. A person who would continuously try to have other people feel positive about his behavior towards them, that's what you need to do, and in that case, the Hashem will be pleased with him. The Medrash relates that Rabbi Yehuda Nasi served tongue at his feast that he hosted it for his Talmidim. He noticed that each person carefully selected the tender slice and they leave over the tough pieces of the tongue. He utilized this opportunity to point out to his Talmidim that just as in eating they chose the softer piece of tongue, so too when they speak they must be careful to choose softer words and leave over those that are harsh. I want to just mention quickly Dvar Torah that said often, I believe it's the Svas Emes, but it could be another, the Fyrish as well, that by the Mitzayra, the Tahara, the purification of the Mitzayra, he brought two birds. One he slaughtered, and the other one uh, he sent out free. Tzipar Hashuta, Tzipar Achai, the live bird and the dead bird. So the Svas Emes says that, that the dead bird, the one that you shecht, the one that you slaughter, is to be mechaper on Lashon Hara that you've said. In other words, the, the one that you're, the, the bird that you're shechting is to be mechaper on the evil speech that you spoke. But the live bird that you send out is to be mechaper on you, to, to have gain forgiveness on the good words you could have said when you said those bad words. And you misused your power of speech that way. You're asking for tshuva on that too, and that's represented in the live bird, meaning that there's so much that a person could accomplish with his words to build someone, to help someone, and to to save someone's life even, and to give them encouragement, and by holding yourself back, you're robbing that person of all the good words, kind words, words of encouragement that you could have been given, giving them. And that's Marumas in the Tzipar Hachai on the live bird, the good words that you could have said that you didn't say during that time that you spoke the Lashon Hara. Baruch HaNatzlacha.